Welcome into Kiss My Ass Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Whether you're new to cigars or been smoking for years, Kiss My Ash is here to entertain, inform, and more importantly, smoke. To reach the gang, call them 877-960-9960. Now here's your host, Honest Abe. When I look into the mirror, this is what I see. Two blurry puppy eyes staring back at me. I'm so tired, I can quit my job but can't afford to blow it, blow it, blow it, blow it. It's morning and I know it. Good morning. Welcome, loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. I'm your host, Honest Abe, along with the KMA gang, Adam K, and the lovely Lady M, who still doesn't think I know if she knows if it's morning yet or it's not. It's so lovely this morning. She's got her aviator glasses on. They're not coming off. <laughs> oh, yeah, the yawn. The Lady M yawn? Yeah, Good one. Nice, yes. Yeah. That sounds like Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you know who Chewbacca is. I'm yeah. very surprised. Yeah. Rough night, Lady M. Rough. Rough. Mm. Yeah, we were out dancing all night. It looks rough. Yep. Oh, you were out dancing, I was just having babies. <laughs> no, actually, I wasn't having babies. But yes, my wife and I did have a lovely baby girl this Thursday. Lovely baby Zara. Yes. Yeah. Lovely baby Zara came into the world nine pounds and 11 ounces. And um, a big thanks to... Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, um, nine pounds. She's going to be uh, the next starting left tackle for uh, the Bears. Oh, the truth was when when she came out, the doctor says, "Oh my God, we gave birth to a two year old." <laughs> she was huge, but another big delicious. I want to send big thanks out really to um, Steve Saka's wife, Cindy Saka, who flew down from New Hampshire and has uh, been staying at our home and helping us out with the two young girls we already have, and my wife and uh, Cindy. We love you. She is actually the godmother also to our uh, second daughter. So wanted to give big thanks out to uh, Miss Cindy Saka and to Steve Saka for giving her on loan. <laughs> so if anybody, anybody wants to borrow my wife for a weekend, I'm more than ready to loan her out, so don't worry about it. <laughs> that being said, I love you, honey. I know you're in the hospital listening. It was a joke. <laughs> uh, last night, PSL, grand opening with the boys uh, from Drew Estate. Wellington. Wellington. Wellington, that's where I met. Yes, yes Wellington. Wellington. Lots of L's in both of them. morning. Too many stores, I'm getting lost. But yes, the boys came out strong. Wellington had a great showing. Drew uh, Estate. Great Too bad event. Steve didn't come down. No, he was busy. But uh, how He's about the A's? Those uh, Liga Provada A's that everybody uh, went home with who bought a yeah. box. Those were incredible. The first I still, time I saw one. Yeah, Jason gave me a box at the last event we did, and I still haven't opened it yet. Monster size cigar. Yeah. Incredible. I mean, everything was fantastic except the entertainment. Oh, my God. Uh, Tell it, me. It was like a Seinfeld episode where they got this guy. I mean, you have to act to be that bad right yeah. i mean i don't know if it was, was he a comedian no was it? i'm saying i don't know if being that bad was part of his routine i don't think it was ironic it was that's the problem <laughs> but it's like when he finished a song everybody was like no, no nobody clapped not once not once it was terrible i was there the really whole time was. nobody clapped oh, at wow. one point i wanted to like go like you know he was under a tent and they had all these tables out in the parking lot i wanted to go lie down in front of his tent like in the fetal position on the floor and just act like i was sleeping <laughs> But I thought that would be too rude. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought yeah. that would be Saxophonist, too rude. Saxophonist, peanut, uh, 
I don't know what he was trying to do. And monotone off-key. So Adam K, Lady M, any plans this weekend? I know I'm bringing home a new baby. Hopefully today I'll be picking up my wife from the hospital, baby Zara, and bringing him home. How about you guys? What are you guys going on? Um, rib Roundup this weekend. Rib Roundup. Rib Roundup. Lady M is going to the Rib Roundup. I'm, you know. She does I like went, putting meat in her face. I, uh, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's all for me. I'm done. I, I got nothing else left. I can't express to you how proud Adam is of himself right now. <laughs> I, oh That's the best goodness. joke I'm going to have all day. I'm going to go home now. Oh, my goodness. No, okay. Rib Roundup. It's a rib festival with the Cruzan, and it's a lot of fun. Adam, I'm... is lost. She's (laughs) lost her words. What about you, Adam? Uh, What meatless activity would be taking part in? I'm going to go play uh, 18 tomorrow, and I'm going to go to a staff meeting. Yes, we have our staff meeting on Sunday. You know, LeBone head is coming. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You actually called her LeBone head on the air? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, there's no way she's awake now. To this listen. is madness. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> that being said, man, let's listen. Don't go <laughs> crazy. Start this morning. As always, we got a lot of we got a lot we got a lot of uh, great giveaways. The social media word. If you follow us on Facebook and Twitter, you'll get a five pack of Illusion MK. And I already said it. It was my daughter's name for the day, Zara. Mm-hmm. So a big congratulations to nobody. Okay. <laughs> People are on hold. People are on hold. There we go. All right. That being said, um, also, Zycar giveaway every week. Stay tuned. Um, Matt, what are the great folks at Zycar giving away today? You mean Adam? Matt. Yes. Matt, that, that was wow. last week. Listen, I have been in the hospital since 5 a.m. Thursday hey, morning. No, are you making I'm, excuses right I'm now? A, yeah. No, that's your department. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go, go ahead, ahead and take over now. Day. You guys just figure out what's going on. Once again, as always, if you have won anything from Kiss My Ass Radio in the last 30 days, you are ineligible to take part in any of today's wonderful prize giveaways. This week from Zycar, we have got a fantastic cigar survival kit for you. We've got the case. It is a clear plastic cigar case, holds any XI cigar cutter, a lighter cradle in there to easily fit any of the cigar light, cigar lighters that they have from Zycar. It is airtight, super strong. I wish I had one of these, but it's impossible to get. That is a $45 value. We are also going to give you an incredible silver incline single flame Zycar lighter, guaranteed for life, butane, 100% guaranteed. These are fantastic gifts. And to go in the case as well, one XI2 Pearl Cutter, beautifully handcrafted. Same gauge for everything. It's going to cut a 54 ring gauge cigar in half. These things are fantastic. I have two or three laying around the house somewhere. They are wonderful. That is a $40 value. All in total, you were looking at $120 in Zycar prizes. Big stuff. If you hear hear the sound. There you so, go. Adam, you're like so passionate about the Zycar giveaway. Are you kidding? I love yeah. Zycar products. Yeah, I know. Me too. But well, the way you like express it, your hand gestures and everything, I wish people could see that. Would you like another shot? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, big thanks to Jerry Deer and our friends over at Zycar. Winner, Joel from Wisconsin. Thanks for listening, Joel. All right. You'll be getting that Illusion MK Ultra for paying attention to when I said my daughter's name. Thanks a lot, Joel. Um, that being said, um, also, new... Monte Cristo trivia this week. We're changing the format completely. We're going to make it a little more exciting, but a little more difficult. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, I came up with a new idea. Oh, my God. So excited. Oh, my God. So stay tuned. Because it's going to be cool. Because it's going to be the first one. I'm doubling it this week. It's a $100 gift card. 
It's going to be a little difficult, but stay tuned. Later on the show for Monte Cristo Trivia, uh, it will be a $100 gift card courtesy of Monte Cristo and Smoking Cigars because I am personally doubling it this week. That being said, Adam K., do yeah. tell us what is going on in the world. Oh, well, I thought we were going to talk about the Monte Cristo more. No? No. Okay, we're not? All right. No. All right, going on in the world, once again, a fantastic week of exciting, wonderful, awful, zany people who make us question <laughs> the motives of most of humanity. Man tries to set the world record for the longest time buried alive and dies. Oh, my gosh. Of all the world's records to break, and once again, this is not something that Guinness has an actual official record on. Really? Absolutely. So what was he trying it for? He, 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 th- he thought by doing it, they would actually just let him in, even though you can't set a Guinness World Record unless there is someone from Guinness present. Go! So 24-year-old Janaka Banak of whatever, of Sri Lanka, had family and friends put him in a wooden coffin then bury him in a 10-foot grave. <laughs> now, of course, most people know the average grave is only 6 feet, but they decided to go 10 feet for this guy. He was buried around 9.30 a.m. On, on Saturday last week. Six and a half hours later, at 4 p.m., they dug him up, and he was dead. They Which, didn't, like, give him, like, a walkie-talkie or anything? Yeah, two, they had two cans and a string tied yeah. together, you know. Um, uh, I, that never works. <laughs> uh, the guy's family said he'd previously been buried alive for two and a half hours and six hours, respectively, but once you get to that six and a half hours... Let's see. How can we figure out the limit here? Mm, yeah. How much air exactly did you put in that? Did you do the math? Apparently, he did not. Unbelievable. This is one of my favorite stories. Three-year-old Maryland girl's parents left her at Chuck E. Cheese, and they didn't know she was gone until they saw her picture on the evening news. Are you kidding me? Yes. With so tons sad. of birthday par- parties and kids running around Chuck E. Cheese, how did two parents drive off home unaware they left their three-year-old daughter at the wonderful kitty hotspot in the ball pit? Well, basically, they were attending a large family party. Both parents left. They are separated but shared joint custody, and it was a large gathering of family. Uh, So they both drove home, assuming that the other parent had the child. Uh, Around 8.30 p.m., the girl went up to a staff member and asked for a beverage, and, of course, they were unable to find a parent or guardian for her. And her picture went up on the 11 o'clock news, and the parents discovered, and the police quickly called them. She is going to be in protective custody. No charges are expected at this time, but she is in the care solely of the mother as of right now. Wow. Don't be a parent if you can't deal with it. Just saying. Adam. Just saying. That's, hey. Uh, New Mexico politician who sent a stripper to his opponent... Won the election. I like this guy. I know. It was a big idea. Uh, Last month, there was a big controversy in the mayoral race in Sunland Park, New Mexico, because Gerardo Hernandez, one of the candidates and a stripper, showed up at his office and had a stripper show up at the office and dance for him. And the entire thing was videotaped. Questions raising, eyebrows raised. He accused a rival candidate named Daniel of sending the stripper to him to get him in trouble and then leaking the tape to get him out of the race. Basically, the other the competitors guys they all denied it. No, he has been busted, however, for four felonies related to fraud, and he is banned from city hall, even though he won the election. Wow! So they have no idea how actually he's going to be able to be the mayor of the town when he can't even get into city hall. You know, no one's got a sense of humor anymore. I, I know. So it's all a wonderful, crazy, messed up thing. Oh, this is another great one. Twenty-two year old. 
Alan Golden of New Mexico, a lot of New Mexico stories this week for some reason, went to eat dinner at Applebee's with two female companions at a check of less than $30, and which apparently he did not have $30 or did not like the service, so he decided to dine and dash. Wow. Just one small hmm. problem he was not aware of. His waiter that night was a police officer of the New Mexico Area Police Department. The waiter handling the table next to him was also a police officer. Was it a sting operation? No. For it's dining the, 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 For $30 the, at Applebee's. Yeah. The Applebee's was hosting a police fundraiser called Tip a Cop. Are you kidding me? So he didn't know. He had no idea. And the whole place <laughs> is covered with police officers. So all the employees were cops raising money for the New Mexico Special that's, Olympians. That's great. So when he dined and dashed, he was immediately swarmed by police because they were all in one building. And he's arrested, facing a charge of obtaining services less than $100. Wow. Have you ever dined and dashed before? No, never. Uh, you know what? I did. I did, too. But I, I, I'm not surprised you have. I, 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 my dining and dash, I believe, was justified. We were at... at no, okay. I'm going to tell you so, why. Okay. We're, I had taken my cousin, about four of us, went to Ed DeBevix in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know what Ed DeBevix in Chicago, it's a famous landmark place. It's like all 50s themes, hamburger shakes, and the waiters and waitresses are all strange and rude and make fun right. of you and eat your food. They get up on dance on the things. Dance. Yeah. So we're there. We had crappy service the whole time, okay? Which is kind of standard, at least to bring the food on time and whatnot. Took us forever to get our food. Then we wanted to pay our bill. We asked for our check twice. No one bought our check. Then, at that time, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat was in Chicago. Yeah. So all the kids in the show came into Ed DeBevick's, because I guess they fed them for free. Right. But oh. the kids all stand up and did the whole scene from Joseph. And the, so here we are, and we're watching like a 10 minute show. Like, we got to go. <laughs> right. We just got up, walked right past the kids, and walked out. Only time I ever done it. I dined and dashed. I was on the uh, boardwalk up in New Jersey, the Jersey Shore, and I was on sp- uh, spring break. It was senior week, spring break. Were you taking Snooky out for uh, lunch? Yeah, something or? like that. Uh, I thought I saw her, so I started running. <laughs> <laughs> I got Absolutely terrible. Not going to work out. All right. What else you got? Oh, you got, we, got, we, got we got all kinds of more great stuff. Uh, oh, we do have a fantastic, we'll do this one to close out. Uh, I don't know if anybody heard about this, but a George Washington-shaped chicken McNugget went for $8,100 on eBay. True story. True story. A Nebraska woman put a three-year-old chicken nugget up on eBay and netted $8,100. I mean, Google it. It does look like George Washington. I mean, it's kind of scary. I took took the one picture that looked really good out, but it's really bad when they put it right next to a picture of George Washington. Uh, eBay actually almost took it down at one point because it went against their spoiled food policies, but because it was going for a charity function, they put it back up, and 41 different, 71 bids actually wow. started at $100, so if you've got old, tainted food that might look like a president, you too could get $8,100. <laughs> wow. Well, that's the news with Adam K., folks. Don't go anywhere. Get ready to talk some politics with Chris Basso. The fray coming up. And, of course, your favorite, a very special dubby, double dummy dialer today. Boom, boom, boom. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CV Radio. Introducing the new Chicken McNugget Presidential Collector Series from McDonald's. With every nugget shaped like an American president, you can collect and trade them all. Cool. I got an Abraham Lincoln. I'll trade you for a Jimmy Carter. Yeah, like that's going to happen. And if you find a limited edition George Washington, you could win up to $8,000 on eBay. Wow. I think I just got a George Washington. No, that's just a Barbara Bush. 
Probably a misprint. And the best thing about the Chicken McNugget Presidential Collector Series, with so many preservatives, they'll still be edible by the 2016 elections. I'll trade you six Gerald Fords for one Nixon. Gross. Maybe we should just eat those. The new Chicken McNugget Presidential Collector Series from McDonald's. Get yours today. Hey, I got to run Paul. Really? No. Drop it like it's hot. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. It's bold and bewitching, and it has cigar lovers spellbound. Warlock, a devilishly good smoke that's mesmerizing aficionados with its hypnotic blend of deep, complex notes. Crafted in Nicaragua by acclaimed cigar maker Omar Ortez, Warlock tempts the palate with a sorcerer's blend of bold tobaccos that casts its spell and never lets go. Light up a Warlock and see why smokers find its charisma irresistible. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Kizano cigars are manufactured in the Dominican Republic using only the finest of hand-selected tobaccos that have been aged to perfection. Their cigars have been rated in the 90s by Cigar Aficionado and chosen as best of the best by the Rob Report. From the Kizano 18-paired LXI Habano Sungrown 59 Cameroon to their economically priced bundles, every step has been taken to ensure the finest quality tobaccos and utmost craftsmanship. Kizano cigars. Discover what a fine cigar should be. Hello, George Trico with Granabano Cigars. Granabano Cigars uses the finest family-grown tobacco from Nicaragua, Colombia, and Honduras. Great pride and generations of skilled craftsmanship goes into each and every Granabano Cigars. Look for our new limited edition Zulu Zulu, our economically priced VIP cigars, and the soon-to-be-released Opium. For more information on the fine cigars of Granabano, visit us at ghcigars.com or your nearest fine tobacconist. Tell them George Trico sent you. The Taranio Family Cigar Company's roots began in the heart of Cuba over 95 years ago. Tobacco and cigars has been their passion for four generations, and their driving force in making quality cigars. The Taranio Master and Single Region Cigars have scored 91 and 92 respectively by Cigar Aficionado. And the Exodus 1959 50-Year Cigar was rated 93 and the 12th top cigar in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 of 2010. So take time to burn a Taranio Family Cigar and experience something special. Rocky Patel has been handcrafting the finest premium handmade cigars in the world for over 15 years. And proof of that is the award-winning Rocky Patel 15th anniversary and the decade by Rocky Patel. The 15th anniversary is a 92-rated cigar that became an instant classic when launched in 2010. It's a medium to full-bodied cigar with rich, toasty notes of spice, cocoa, espresso bean, and a lingering sweetness. The Decade by Rocky Patel is the highest-rated non-Cuban cigar ever, receiving a rating of 95. The Decade is an amazingly well-balanced cigar with a long, full finish and distinctive lingering sweetness. The rich, oily wrapper on the Decade is as inviting as any cigar in your humidor. Enjoy the Rocky Patel 15th anniversary and The Decade by Rocky Patel. They'll be the cigars that you want to relax with and enjoy. Keeping Cuba's most coveted secrets for three generations, the legacy continues San Latano. 
Signature Blends by A.J. Fernandez. Available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut. A hearty, rich box press San Andreas wrapped Maduro. And a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his newest creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance like no other. Go out today and ask for your local tobacconist for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. The Oliva family of cigars has over five generations of cigar and tobacco experience, and the Oliva family makes some of the finest and most affordable premium cigars. Oliva has something for everyone. Mild and creamy? Try the Connecticut Reserve line. Prefer something bold and rich? Then light up an Oliva Series V, one of the highest rated cigars in the world. Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations, so ask for Oliva. Unbeatable value, uncompromising quality, the Oliva family of cigars. Since 1997, Zycar has lived by their unconditional promise of lifetime warranty and 100% replacement, living up to their promise of form, feel, and function. Zycar offers the highest quality products at the best possible prices. Should your Zycar accessory fail in any way, simply return it and Zycar will immediately and cheerfully repair it or replace it for you. Now that's 100% total satisfaction. If you're looking for a new lighter, cutter, or travel case, visit any authorized Zycar dealer or your nearest smoking location. Don't be left swimming with the sharks. Zycar for life. Welcome back to Kiss My Ass Radio on Seaview Radio. Log on to KissMyAssRadio.com any day during the week, and you can play back the podcast if you missed it. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Of course, uh, the big story is Rush Limbaugh. The fallout continues following Rush Limbaugh's tirade. A second apology from Rush Limbaugh for the Georgetown Law School student he called a slut and a prostitute. Rush apologized for using those two words to describe her. And I again sincerely apologize to Ms. Fluke for using those two words to describe her. I don't think that a statement like this issued saying that his choice of words was not the best changes anything. I don't get too worked up about the things Rush Limbaugh says, because he is, and has been for many years, a terrible person. And I know Rush, and he's actually a very good person. Rush, I know that this all sounds very personal, and it is. Mm-hmm. Like all the baby songs today, Colin. <laughs> Great old good stuff. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. Honest Abe here with Adam Kane, the lovely Lady M. And now it's time for the man on a mission, the vlogger with a voice, the politically I don't give a crap, Chris Basso. You know what, Abe? Good morning, everyone. Good morning, pal. What's happening, Chris? I'm really starting to not give a crap, honestly. <laughs> I mean, if you if you thought I didn't give a crap years ago, I really don't give a crap anymore. I can't stand what I'm seeing happening, and, and I feel helpless. There's, like, nothing anybody can do. This I You don't realize the magnitude of the Obama machine, bro. It's so sick. It's like nobody has a chance. It's like a, a New World Order agenda that they just want this guy, and they put him in there, and he does what he wants. And, 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 and when people advocate against it, you get you get hushed down. You get silenced. I mean, you just played a great introduction with uh, with uh, the, uh, Mrs. Fluke and... and um, and and what Rush Limbaugh had to say about well, it. Well, I'm going to tell you, Chris, and this is the truth as well. I'm really upset with what happened with Rush because you know what? Once again, First Amendment rights going out the door. 
This guy doesn't need to be politically correct. He's an entertainer. And he actually went out of his way to emphasize the absurdity of this woman going to Congress, testifying that she needs Congress to pay for her birth control. And to show the extreme of that, he went to an extreme and called her a slut. Why, why everybody made a big deal about it, I, I can't fathom. This this Gloria Allred, who's, who's let, read a letter out to the public criticizing him, saying how personal it was. Well, where was, where was Gloria Allred? Now, I don't know if you know this, but MSNBC, last May, um, last May, MSNBC's Ed Schultz used the same word. And I have, a, I have an audio. Can you play that MSNBC cue? Of course, uh, the big story is Rush Limbaugh. The fallout continues following Rush Limbaugh's tirade. A second apology nope, that's the wrong from Rush Limbaugh. The one that says President MSNBC. Obama is going to be visiting Joplin, Missouri on Sunday. But you know what they're talking about? Like this right-wing slut, what's her name, Laura Ingram? Yeah, she's a talk slut. Yeah, I, you see, I mean, she was, uh, back you, in the day, praising... Now, he called her a slut there. No yeah. one came out. You know, going ballistic and went crazy. Why? Because she's a Republican, right? You know, I mean, this this media is so skewed. And what's really got me about all this is I'm going to tell you something. One of the most famous lines of any presidential speech, JFK, this country has went from those words inspiring Americans of, you know, do not ask what your country could do for you, ask what you could do for your country, to now all we care about is what this country could do for me. This is his agenda, man. This is, this is what I was advocating to you guys six, seven years ago in my videos, man. This guy does, he, 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 it's, he wants to create a nanny state. I've never seen a human being more comfortable in his skin dividing one of the greatest countries in the world. I mean, you, you know how great this country is? You know how great our military is? These... Young guys, man, they they throw. The, I mean, anybody goes out, get a chance, go see Act of Valor. You get a good opportunity to look at our military and how these guys think and feel about this country. Bro, they throw themselves on hand grenades, man. I mean, sick stuff. And and we do that for for our liberty. And 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 I've never seen a human being more comfortable in his skin on dividing this country and taking away our, our liberty. And that's really what's happening here, Abe. The, I, listen, you, you 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 hit the nail right on the head. They've been doing it all week, talking about all the conservative uh, people, all the Republicans, and all the nasty things that were said by them, uh, by this Ed Schultz, uh, by Bill Bill Maher, um, all these crazy things that come out of their mouths, and nobody nobody ever advocates at the top their lungs how wrong they are nobody ever does it but it goes back to what i told you guys back when we first started doing the radio show you give a guy like you and me guns i let's say you like guns i don't i don't tell you you you're not allowed to own one if you're right you want to own a gun you like them own one i don't want a gun but if a liberal doesn't like guns they don't want anyone to own one show me where that is freedom I want somebody to, and nobody ever calls Obama out, man. This guy's out there right now campaigning and preaching and doing the same old rhetoric crap that he's been doing for the past uh, six years. And nobody ever, I want one guy who has the podium to, uh, or the microphone just to ask him when he's at the podium. Just to ask him, Mr. Obama, how do you feel about Americans not agreeing with you? 50% of Americans, 54% of Americans don't agree with you. 67% of them don't agree with Obamacare. Why do you keep giving us these things if most people don't see it the way you do? Nobody ever asked him those questions. 
It's amazing. Well, you know, I, I think it's absurd that we've come to the part, point in the country where, you know, First Amendment rights continue. Us in the cigar industry, you know all, all the time our First Amendment rights are just getting bashed and battered. And this whole thing about making Rush apologize, I just think it's just absurd and silly. I think he was making a point. Point was made. I think it's absurd that women are going to Congress for contraceptive aid, or whatever you want to call it. I mean, it, it's just it's just nuts. But at the same time, What's going to change? Who's going to change it? I mean, Barbara Bush. Barbara Bush was quoted as saying that she's basically this is the worst campaign primary that she's ever seen. I mean, there's no compromise going on between anybody. They're bashing each other to death. Guys, where's the hope? That's that's all part of the. Listen, you got three, four guys uh, with Ron Paul running for the most powerful position in the in the world, man. Ron who? I'm sorry? Ron who? Uh, 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 Ron Paul. I was just being... <laughs> oh, okay, exactly, yeah, good one. All right, I mean... Ron Raw Milk Paul. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, it, it's, you know, Abe, it's like somebody uh, running for a high a high position within a company. Uh, you're going to create that competitiveness. You're going to have uh, shots taken at one another. And, and, and what I don't like is how the liberal, the liberal media is really playing off of that, which is only supporting and helping Obama right now. But once we choose a Republican candidate, the gloves the gloves come off. Then you're going to see the Republican Party unite. And I don't like talking like a Republican, but I have to now because I want anybody. I'll take my nine year old daughter over Obama in the White House for another four years. I want I want this guy out of office. So everyone's going to have to unite at some point. The supporters, the conservative reporters, the Bible Belt Christians, they're going to come behind whether it's Romney or whether it's Newt Gingrich, which by the way is making a nice run at it again. Unfortunately, we have to go through this process until we pick our candidate. I like, when we do, I like Gingrich's uh, comment is that he's, he'll debate Obama and he'll even let him use a teleprompter. No, no, Did you no, see that? He'll, he'll destroy Obama. Listen, nobody talks about it, but two nights ago on Hannity, they released the uh, the, the Breitbart videos. I mean, you guys remember Breitbart? He died last week, uh, miraculously at the age of 42. Nobody knows how. I think there's a little conspiracy going on there, but I won't get into my theories. In any case... This guy had these videos of Obama back when he was a first-year student in Harvard introducing Black Panther radicalism and, and promoting it at the speech communism all over the video. You could go online right now, look, pull up the Obama video, the Breitbart videos of Obama. Listen to the things that come out of the president of the United States' mouth. Sure. If this is how he was thinking back then, then it's only proof of what he's doing right now. So do you... And nobody talks about it. You don't see it on any other network other than Fox News, which scares the bejesus out of me. So it scares me so that you... they'll ignore this. So do you think there might have been some foul play? Dum, dum, hey, <laughs> listen, listen, you know me. I'm a big Godfather fan. You know what Kate, what Kate was saying to Michael? Come on, Michael. Senators and congressmen don't have people killed. Do you know how naive that is? He goes, who's being naive now, Kate? Listen, if you look up the Clintons, so many people died on uh, with Bill Clinton as governor of Arkansas and on his way up the presidency. I, we gotta be, you got to be naive to say that they don't have that kind of power and that kind of power to cover things up. Look what they're doing right now. we got our president on a videotape in Harvard talking about how he wants to become a communist country. And nobody knows about it. If you call my grandmother right now, oh, he's such a handsome man. That's what you get. Oh, I love the way he talks 
to everybody. They're trying to keep him down. It's the Congress that's doing it to him. That's what you hear. And half the idiots walking around feel that way. There you go picking on Grandma Basso again. I have to pick on Grandma Basso. I love her because she is so simple and right. And it's that kind of person that this evil monster is taking advantage of. It it drives me up the wall. Abe, I feel helpless. I feel like there's nothing I can do. Absolutely nothing I can do. I can sit on a soapbox and advocate these things at the top of my lungs. Nobody will listen. I'll bring you a soapbox. We'll see what happens. Hey, pal, listen, I'll get deep on that soapbox if I have to. I just, I constantly talk here, and I worry about what's going to come out of my mouth so Abe doesn't get in trouble. <laughs> but if you give me a soapbox with, without, uh, with, with, without me being hindered on what I can say, I'll lose my mind. <laughs> listen, what did you feel about Unsuper Tuesday? I... I th- well, we we were there. We watched it together. We're playing cards. I, I listen. I think it's great. I think that first of all, I like Romney. Uh, second of all, you know, I really like Newt Gingrich. And the moron that I am, he's behind, and I still donate to him because I'd like to see him as president. But I would still take Romney. I mean, and, and, and so for him to win Ohio uh, and for him to win seven out of the ten states or six out of the ten states uh, is fantastic. What scares me is that he's coming down south now. And if you've been watching the news, they, he's campaigning down south and he's trying to, to make himself appeal more to the southerners, which I hope that they appreciate and respect the fact that he's doing it. He's talking and making jokes about how he's waking up this morning eating grits and cheese and, and he's learning to start to use the... The, the, the term you all and stuff like that. I think it's great. I think he's, listen, the bottom line is it's unfortunate he has to do what he has to do to get him in a position where he can help people. And I truly believe as moderate as he may seem to most people, I still believe that even his moderacy is what makes this country the right kind of place. Listen, Clinton came out a little left, and in his second term he moved more to the middle to be able to work with Congress and Newt Gingrich when, when he did. I honestly believe that the only people who should have a right to run for president, or it should at least be considered, should be governors like Romney or Rick Perry. Because these guys know within their state how to run their state like its own little mini country. They have a House. They have a Senate. They have to work across party lines to deal with both Democrats and Republicans to make their states work. Romney did a fantastic job of that. He's a guy who's qualified. You want a guy like Barack Hussein Obama, a kid who comes out of nowhere, who we find videotapes of him speaking about Black Panther and radicalism and taking over government and all kinds of crazy stuff. And then the next thing you know, you put him in the White House. Of course you're going to get Obamacare. Down your throat. You got blood pressure alert. Blood pressure alert. A billion dollar stimulus package that goes to Wall Street and Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, and they're asking for bonuses again this week. These nuts are asking for bonuses. I, I lose my mind at this stuff, man. Well, I think you said it best last week, Chris. Honestly, I think a lot of it's going to come down to with, with who they choose for their running mates, and that's going to affect a lot in uh, what we see come out of the GOP. So uh, I hope we get Chris Christie, man. Did you see what he told that guy yesterday on News Man? No, I missed it. What he said. <laughs> He lost it. He was out of town all meeting. His I got up and started getting like advocating something about education and this and that. How are you going to talk to this man? This guy turned his entire state around. You're going to talk to him like he doesn't know what he's talking about? And he's trying to talk over. And finally, Chris Christie just turns around and says, hey, listen, man. He goes, you say you're going to become a lawyer. You try pulling this kind of attitude in the courtroom, and they're going to kick you out of there, you idiot. And he called the guy an idiot, bro. I, I love him for that. Because the guy was being an idiot. Well, there you have it. Chris Basso with The Fray. Chris, thanks again for another episode of The Fray. We hope you, you have a, We hope you have a great weekend. Get some rest. I know you had a long night.
I went out with your guys last night. Me, Stephen Eber, went to Morton's, more ins, and we drank it up, man. We, we, got, we had a good time. Good for you guys, pal. Take All care. Right. Take care, bud. All right, don't go anywhere, folks. we got a uh, Meet Your Maker coming on uh, with Dion Giolito of Illusion Cigars, of course, your favorite dummy dialer, and the all-new Monte Cristo trivia. And don't forget, we got sports with Jimmy Jams. This is Kiss My Ash Radio on CV Radio. Attention. Sluts and prostitutes. Coming soon to your town. And I'll tell you what it is. It's the Rush Limbaugh Escort Service. Rush will do for compensated dating what he's done for the far right with the Rush Limbaugh Escort Service. Here's the deal. We pay for you to have sex. If you enjoy intercourse with multiple partners. It makes you a slut. Then you may have what it takes to work for the Rush Limbaugh Escort Service. What are you looking for, Rush? Sluts. What else? Prostitutes. And when you work for Rush, you'll say, Thank you, Rush. You have sex for money. And what do we do? We're the pimps. At the Rush Limbaugh Escort Service. Interested applicants must provide their own contraception. Oh, hey, girl, hey. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Want to add some big-time pleasure to your life? The guilt-free kind? Then light up a Vega Fina cigar. Vega Fina is a great cigar and a great value to boot. Highlighted by a select Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper, it delivers a smooth, mild to medium bodied, top quality smoke. With Vega Fina, you get a lot of enjoyment for less. Surgeon General Warning Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Honest Abe here, and today's cigar consumer always seems to be asking me, what's the latest new cigar? Regretfully, many times what is new is not what is best. Sometimes you gotta go old school when you want a great smoke. Hoyt in Nicaragua Antonio 1970 is just such a cigar. It is the original Nicaraguan Puro and been handcrafted at the very same factory for over four decades and is always a delicious, strong as ball smoking experience. There's a reason why Hoyt in Nicaragua has been a favorite for 40 plus years. It's Viva Delicioso, baby. CAO cigars are innovative. CAO cigars are cutting edge. CAO cigars are just simply cooler than the competition. From the original classics, CAO Gold and Maduro, to the unique Brasilia and Italia, to the critically acclaimed La Traviata, and the highly anticipated new CAO Osa Soul collection, there's a CAO cigar for everyone. See for yourself why CAO Cigar has 12 lines, scoring 90 points or higher in Cigar Aficionado. Whether it's a special occasion or just another day, there's a CAO Cigar that's waiting to be a part of the moment. Time for a cigar? Go for a CAO. Surgeon General's warning cigars, not a safe alternative cigarettes. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912. Artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos. Making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series. The Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuentes Fuente. Experience the mystery of Gurkha, one of the world's greatest cigar brands. Discover a century of tradition with each uniquely handcrafted cigar made from a variety of the finest tobaccos. When only the best will do, for those with a distinguished palate, indulge in a highly acclaimed Gurkha Grand Reserve. Evil, Assassin, Ninja, and the three new retailer-exclusive brands, Cellar Reserve, Royal Challenge, and Seduction. Gurkha cigars are now available at fine tobacconists everywhere and all smoke-in locations. Join the Gurkha tribe today. EO Brands features cigars that have been rated in the 90s and in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25. Whether you're smoking a 601 series, the Dark Rich Murcielago, or the Spicy Punch of the Cabao series, you experience a rush of bold and hearty smoke reminiscent 
of Old Havana. Looking to push the envelope and try the new 601 La Bamba. The 601 La Bamba is the fullest body cigar to hit the market and will surely be a flavor bomb in your mouth. All fine EO brand cigars can be found at your nearest fine tobacconist and all smoke-in locations. In the Dominican Republic, few names draw on a history or heritage as rich as Guillermo Leon. Guillermo Leon is a brand with roots running back to the founding of the La Aurora brand in 1903 by Eduardo Leon Jimenez. For over 100 years, the La Aurora company has grown the tobacco used in all of their fine cigars and owned the factories producing every stick. This complete vertical control of production and quality has resulted in the outstanding Guillermo Leon Signature Series cigars, awarded a nine. 93 rating by Cigar Aficionado magazine. Experience a little bit of rich Dominican history. Enjoy a Guillermo Leon signature today. The godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Siri R, and El Rico Habano, recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number 8 Cigar of the Year, and Rob reports Best of the Best Honor. Although E.P. Carrillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $4.50 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try E.P. Carrillo. Pick up an E.P. Carrillo at your nearest smoking location. Old world Cuban tradition and heritage can be felt in every cigar from Pete Johnson's Havana Cerros. Whether you're smoking a Tatuaje, La Riqueza, Cabaguan, Ambos Mundos, or El Triunfador, Fausto, or La Casita, you will always experience a unique smoking sensation that will take you back in time. Chosen as Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 and with multiple ratings above 90, see for yourself why everyone is raving about the fine cigars from Pete Johnson and Havana Cellars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Welcome back. Honest Abe here with the gang. Let's take a look at this week in sports with the one and only Jimmy Jams. A most pleasant good morning, ladies and gentlemen. The Miami Heat will go for their 12th win in a row at home tonight as they play host to the Indiana Pacers. Tip-off is at 7.30 at American Airlines Arena, where Miami is 17-2 on the year. LeBron James has averaged four double-doubles in his past five games as Miami looks to take out the Pacers for the fifth straight time. On the hard court last night, the Milwaukee Bucks took out the New York Knicks 119-114 despite a 27-point, 14-rebound game from Amari Stoudemire. In the battle of the NBA's worst-run teams, it was New Jersey 83, Charlotte 74. The Bobcats are now 5-33 and on the season. The Sixers beat up on Utah 104-91 in Philly. The Boston Celtics had a 25-point lead at halftime and cruised to a 104-86 victory over Portland in Beantown. Detroit edged Atlanta 86-85 at the Palace of Auburn Hills. The Cleveland Cavaliers shocked the Oklahoma City Thunder with a six-point victory 
on the road against the Western Conference's best team. The Thunder shot a miserable 6 out of 24 from downtown. Kobe Bryant poured in 34 points as the L.A. Lakers beat the Minnesota Timberwolves for the 18th straight time by a score of 105-102. to The L.A. Clippers, Denver, and Sacramento Kings all winners last night in NBA action. The Florida Panthers blew a 33-save performance by goaltender Jose Theodore in a 2-1 shootout loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Florida has lost five of their last six games in which they have been outscored 19-6. The Panthers play their next four at home, starting with Carolina on Sunday. On the NHL ice last night, the Chicago Blackhawks rallied for a 4-3 home victory over the New York Rangers. New York, with the NHL's best record, has lost three in a row. Despite only 15 shots on goal, the Red Wings outlasted the LA Kings 4-3 at Joe Louis Arena, where Detroit is an amazing 28-4-2. The Calgary Flames scored three goals in the first 13 minutes as they pounded the Winnipeg Jets 5-3 in Calgary. Flame goaltender Mika Kisserbroff stopped a whopping 42 shots in route to victory. March Madness has descended upon us as brackets and seedings for the NCAA 68-team tournament will be announced Sunday night on CBS. A lot of the team's chances still to be decided today and tomorrow as conferences across the country wrap up their tournament championships. At 12-4 in ACC conference play, the 17th-ranked Florida State Seminoles are almost assured of a spot in the NCAA tournament, but are looking for a higher seed with a deep run in this week's conference tournament in Atlanta. In their way is a desperate Miami Hurricane team who at 19-11 and 9-7 and and in the ACC will need a deep run to have any shot of being selected. The Canes and Seminoles will tip it off tonight at 9 Eastern on ESPN2. In sports news and notes, ESPN is reporting that Peyton Manning has told people in his camp he wants to decide his future NFL home within the next week. Sources have indicated that as many as 12 NFL teams have reached out to Manning's representatives, including the Miami Dolphins. Manning already met with Denver Broncos Vice President John Elway and Coach John Fox yesterday, only days after the 14-year veteran All-Pro quarterback was released by his lone NFL team, the Indianapolis Colts. Native Floridian Bubba Watson shot a second-round 62 yesterday to take a one-stroke lead over South African Justin Rose at the World Golf Championships at Doral in Miami. Tiger Woods is seven strokes back despite shooting a solid second-round 67. Former National League Empire Harry Wendelstedt, who worked five World Series in a 33-year Major League career, died Friday morning in a Daytona Beach hospital at the age of 73. The legendary Wendelstedt once called a game in 1998 with his son, then-rookie umpire Hunter Wendelstedt. And finally, some big-time cuts yesterday in the National Football League. The New York Giants released veteran running back Brandon Jacobs after they were unable to reach terms on a restructured deal. Jacobs is the all-time franchise leader in rushing touchdowns. The Indianapolis Colts continue to clean house as they parted waves with perennial all-pro tight end Dallas Clark and running back Joseph Adai, both players playing in the Colts' two Super Bowls in the past seven years. Indianapolis is also putting out feelers to shop star defensive end Dwight Freeney as the Colts try to create more salary cap space. And that is your look at sports, reporting live from the intersection of Berwyn and Broadway on Chicago's north side. I'm Jimmy Jam DeBabno for the Kiss My Ash Radio Network. Hey, Jimmy Jam.
Yes, Abe. Congratulations, Big Abe. Thank you very much. How's everything going in Chicago? It's going good, man. We kind of uh, were lucky this year. We didn't get any winter. Very good, very good. Winter well, passed us up. It's all that global warming, I'm sure. Listen, was wondering, do uh, you have any gut feeling on where you think Peyton Manning's going to end up? Uh, the thing is, I, I think if he's going to risk his, his health, and, and you know that you know he's a confident player, he's a Hall of Fame player, he's a, he's a living legend. We're getting to watch a living legend. Um, if he's going to risk his health and play a couple more years, he obviously wants to go to a place where he can win, where you have a good team, where you have some, some skilled wide receivers, where you have a defense that can make a playoff run. I mean, he wants to win another Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, Peyton Manning has played indoors his whole career. I don't see him going to a, a team that plays in a cold-weather environment. Uh, he'd want to go where, somewhere where it's probably warm. I'm not sure. I mean, Miami is, is, is attractive to him for a couple of reasons, but, you know, Miami really doesn't have the skill players for, for Peyton to make an impact, a big impact with them in the next couple of years. So I, I think he's going to go where he has the possibility of winning. He met with Denver yesterday. I mean, Denver, I'm not sure they have the players, but they have a good enough defense that with, with the improvement Peyton Manning can make to an NFL team and with so much parity in the league, you know, we had a team, the New York Giants this year, you know, win a Super Bowl, and they locked the playoff spot the last game of the season. I mean, there was a, a chance that this team that won the Super Bowl wouldn't even make the playoffs, and they're a wild card team. Or they actually won their division, but when they won a couple of years ago, they won with a wild card. So anything can happen in the NFL. Any team that gets Peyton Manning is going to increase in victories by a minimum of four games. So it's too hard to tell. It's early in the process. He will go somewhere, I say, where the team is respectable and where it's not in a cold-weather environment. All right, great. Can we look forward to any March Madness predictions uh, next week? You know, the era of, of dominant teams... The UNLV running Rebels, for instance, of the 1990s, where it was easy to come and say, you know, this team or that team, it's, it's, it's a different era. I mean, obviously, you're going to look at your, your Kansases, your Dukes, your ACC powerhouses, but, you know, last year you had a, a, a school like Virginia uh, Commonwealth make the Final Four. So, uh, you know, right now I would just, you know, if you're going to do the brackets, you know, you could play your upsets here and there, but you, you want to pick your, your one and two seeds to make the final four because, you know, usually the one or two seeds from, from the brackets are, are going to go deep into the tournament. And there you have it, live from Chicago, Jimmy Jam DeBabner. Thank you very much. Take it easy, Abe. Be good. And now it's time for my favorite part of the show. Me, your maker. And there you have it. This morning, our very special guest calling in live from the wee hours of the morning from the Silver State of Nevada, Dion Giolio of Illusion Cigars. Dion, good morning. Good morning, Abe. Welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Thank you very much for taking part in our show this morning. I know you're a very busy man. Hey, my pleasure, man. It's uh, it's a pleasure to be on. Thank you. Great. Well, listen, let's get started, Dion. Uh, you know, for those of our listeners who are unfamiliar, you know, give us a brief synopsis of how you eventually entered into the cigar business world. Well, it was a uh, it was a part time job that really turned into a full time job. Um, I went to uh, college in Oklahoma for a couple of years, uh, moved back to Nevada to uh, be a little closer to the family, and uh, wound up uh, working at a cigar store back uh, back in the day about uh, twenty twenty two years ago, and 
long story short, dropped out of college, hate, uh, hated uh, teaching. I started student teaching at the time, and uh, my uh, part-time job became a full-time job, and I worked for somebody for about, you know, 11, 12 years, and then decided to go out on my own uh, in 2004, and uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, so you started, started, uh, started out in retail. Started yeah, yeah, so I'm sorry, started in retail, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I started out in retail, and then uh, when I went out on my own, uh, opened my own retail store, wow. and uh, just jumped into the uh, back end of the business. Um, you know, I was—I uh, guess it all started uh, when I took my first, uh, you know, trip to to the DR. Uh, went on the uh, Davidoff tour. You know, that that really just uh, set the hook. I mean, you know, with Hanky talking about blending characteristics and the way it affects your palate and how it hits your palate in your olfactory. Uh, senses that really, really intrigued me. Um, and I looked at it as everybody inherently has good taste, but they just don't know why it tastes good. So I really wanted to find out why certain things tasted good uh, to certain people. And that's when I started back in tearing things apart and saying, okay, this leaf comes from here. Uh, why does it taste so good? And finding out what people like to smoke and we're gravitating to uh some people like uh you know the the sweetness uh and and the natural sweetness in some of the tobaccos you can get like say out of coro uh some other people uh like the uh, spiciness that you can get from the uh criolla you know, grown in various uh, regions particularly condega which are strong rich full spicy tobaccos uh so that's really what I just started doing, just uh, jumped, you know, jumped into uh, piles of tobacco and, and started uh, experimenting. Well, I'm going to, I want to get more in depth about that move from retailer to uh, manufacturer uh, after the sure. break. But before we go to break, tell us, how's the new, uh, you opened up a new retail place in, in Reno, how's the new digs? Actually, yeah, I, I, uh, I moved uh, back in uh, uh, May of last year uh, to a store that's about three times the size. I was, it was pretty fortuitous. I just, uh, uh, my lease was up at the old space, and they were doing a bunch of road work, uh, and it was just going to be a mess for the next year. So, so anyways, I negotiated a great deal, uh, ripped a deal, and uh, opened up a new shop, you know, bigger this, bigger that, bigger everything, and uh, real comfortable in it, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a real nice place. I love it. Good, good. Listen, you, don't... You, you, know, you know how it is, opening, you know, <laughs> new, new shops and stuff. It's always a... You know, it's it, it's always a, an experience. It's an adventure. It's a bittersweet victory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Well, listen, don't go anywhere, Dion. We just got to pay the bills okay. at the top of the hour here. We have Dion Giolito from Illusion Cigars. And also coming up, folks, um, Monte Cristo Trivia, um, Blogger's Corner, and, of course, your chance of um, winning $50. $100. $100 this week. That's $100. right. $100. Stay tuned. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CB Radio. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Hour 2, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Welcome back to all our loyal listeners, libertarians, and 
lovers of the leaf. You are listening to Hour 2 of KMA episode number 36. I'm your host, Honest Abe, along with my gang, Adam K, and the lovely Lady M. Oh, she finally took the glasses off. Yeah, she's oh, really back over. on. By the way, anyone out there who's going to, what's it called? Rib Roundup. Rib Roundup. Lady M, I guess, lost her ticket to Rib Roundup. So any young man out there who has an extra ticket to Rib Roundup and wants to take Lady M and you know some arm candy, give us a call at 877-960-9960. And if you pass the Adam K. and Honest Abe interview, we will let you take Lady M to Rib Roundup this afternoon. Yes. How's that? Thank you. Told you we'd get you a ticket. Got it. Somebody will call in. She's All right. Bad hair day. Just back to my <laughs> bad hair day. Me? <laughs> no, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> Listen, we have one of my good friends, uh, Dion Giolito of Illusion Cigars, on the air. Dion, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio, and thank you for joining us this morning on the air. My pleasure, man. You know what? I just realized something. I never knew how great of a radio voice you actually have. Why, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, his head just got bigger. <laughs> my mother always said I had the face for radio. So listen, Dion, before we went to the break, I mean, look, you started out as a retailer, and I'm a retailer myself. You know, I've had a few proprietary blends made from my stores, but I can never even imagine of tackling the concept of distributing a brand nationwide. You know, at what point did you decide this is something you wanted to tackle, and what were some of the hurdles that you had to overcome? Um, Hurdle-wise, you know, looking back in retrospect, I, I, I kind of approached... Uh, brand a completely different way. I, I looked at the market. I looked at what was going on, and I did the complete opposite. You know, I did the complete opposite of what you would ever think about doing. You know, right? Even like, say, looking at my cigar band. You know, most people. I mean, it would be, it would only make sense to put the name of the cigar front and center on the band. So when people look at it, they pick it up and they immediately know what it is. I put it on the side. You know, and I just put the uh, the size that designates you know, the cigar in the middle, um, you know, my ghetto style boxes, I really didn't go over overboard with, uh, you know, any artwork or anything like that. Just real simple, straightforward. Um, and, uh, you know, at the time, a lot of strong cigars were coming out on the market. People were just going strong, 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 you know, like, I mean, Antonio was out there, um, you know, Camacho had always been a real full pint cigar and, and a, Probably at about that time, maybe about a year or so uh, after uh, the Triple Maduro came out. Anyways, it was really my goal to, uh, you know, dispel the myth of uh, strength versus flavor. You know, a lot of people will confuse strength with flavor. Oh, man, the cigar is strong. You know, it's, it's, it's got a lot of flavor. Well, you know, what I wanted to do is be able to create a full-bodied cigar that has a lot of flavor to it, but with half, you know, at least half the strength. So... You know, sometimes when you smoke a cigar, you're just you're so overtaken by uh, the strength and the effect and the effects of the cigar that you really can't concentrate on what the cigar is trying to tell you. You know, so you lose the nuances of the flavor. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So what I did, you know, first uh, when I sat down, you know, we we took tobaccos uh, that that had, you know, incredible flavor, incredible complexity. And what I mean by that, you know, single component tobacco. So like this, uh, you know, second or third priming viso. Because normally when you take uh, certain uh, leaves of tobacco, uh, certain primings, they generally have maybe one, two flavors max. You know, they're, they're, they're uh, a very uh, one-dimensional, if, if not maybe two-dimensional 
uh, uh, flavored. Um, and some will, you know, exhibit very uh, low amounts of strength. Some will, you know, exhibit higher amounts of strength depending on, you know, where the leaf comes off. Anyways, uh, again, getting back to, uh, you know, creating the cigar, uh, strength versus flavor, full-bodied, half the strength. So when actually, you know, you, you smoke the cigar, everything is start coming out, you know, all the flavors, all the complexities, and then the strength is merely just a component, and it, it just it, it adds to it. So, where, again, where everybody was going strong, I was, I was going backwards. You know, I was going mild. Um, and as far as, like, distribution uh, and all that, I really didn't press it all that much. I mean, because originally it just started out as a, uh, a cigar, you know, uh, in my store that I retailed, but <clears throat> I had the distinct advantage that... Uh, I had a uh, core group of people uh, that would come into my store that, that, that also have very good palate. I would never tell them anything about the cigar or anything like this. Uh, you know, they just smoke it and they say something uh, about it. And sometimes they would hit they would hit it on the head uh, of my thoughts, what I was thinking. Other times, you know, somebody would say something. Oh, you know, I didn't see that, and I would go back and I would try it. I say, well, I still don't see it. I say, oh yeah, man. He, he, discovered something that, you know, I'd I, be there. So um, it was a real, uh, you know, peachy dish of, of uh, introducing people to a new style, uh, not necessarily a new style, but reintroducing something that, you know, really wasn't in trend uh, for those uh, couple, three years. Well, a big congratulations to you for your number three uh uh, cigar Fishnell's, you were number three of Cigar Fishnell's top 25 yeah. in 2011 for your uh, Epernay Le Tarot, uh one of the three new Epernay extensions that you did last year. Um, I found these line extensions to be very creamy, yet full of flavor, exactly the way you're describing. Other than, right, being, right. Other than being box-pressed, are there any differences between these line extensions and the rest of the Epernay line? No, not at all. Not at all. It is the same tobaccos, wrapper, binder, filler. They are just uh, pressed out. Um, yeah, that's it. And, you know, really, you know, I've heard it all the time, uh, where some people say, oh man, you know, the, uh, the Pareo smokes, you know, much better than the Prensado or this or that, you know, there's differences. And sometimes there may be uh, a reason why that's true, but, uh, mostly I think it's just like a mental thing or it's tactile, you know, it's a tactile sensation, you know, when you pick up that first cigar, um, because they, they really, really, truly are uh, the, the same exact blends. Well, you know, sometimes I notice myself personally, Dan, I'll enjoy a certain Vitola of a, of a cigar more than another. And I think sometimes sure. that might have to do with air, the amount of air mixture by the ring gauge and how much air Absolutely. is actually combining with the flavor of the tobacco. But, um, Absolutely. You know, what I really found interesting, and I, I don't know how many people know this, but the Epernay line has no Lajero in it. Mm-hmm. At all. And I found this to be interesting, especially for the amount of flavor in the smoke. You know, how did you come about the idea of making a no Lajero cigar? It's, you know, when you talk about, when you talk about no Lajero, it, it, well, that, that really is, you know, true. But, I mean, <clears throat> the, the again, primings, you know, you have one, two, three, four, depending on, you know, the leaves on the plant, you know, so viso. So these are, are mid, uh, lower to mid, sometimes to upper tier visos, depending on, on what we pull to match the flavor, you know, year to year. But, uh, it, you know, you could talk to, uh, you know, like Pete Johnson and they're, you know, and, and, uh, Pepin over there where they're growing some fantastic, uh, you know, tobaccos over there, like his, uh, Pele de Oro. And, uh, you could take, 
you know, lower primings uh, off of some of those plants. I mean, I remember smoking some of the uh, uh, raw materials uh, uh, last year, and, you know, these are these are big, big leaves, you know, Seiko leaves, uh, you know, probably 16, 17 inches long, and, and the amount of flavor and strength that was uh, in that uh, in that particular leaf was just it was crazy, you know. So sometimes uh, priming doesn't necessarily uh, denote strength. It's it's uh, the type of seed where it's grown. You know, it all has to do with the terroir. And uh, um, but again, when uh, getting getting back to uh, the Epernay, it's it, this is kind of a little you know like an insider secret of, of what I do, um, particularly putting together a blend. I will find, and it could be Seiko, it could be Viso, it could be Lajero, it could be anything, just depending on what type of cigar I'm putting together and I want to concentrate on. Generally, when we're going through leaves, you know, and I'll smoke, you can smoke two, three, four, five, six, eight, twelve different leaves, you know, of, uh, of, of Viso, you know, one from Kumana, one from uh, uh, Puntalito, one from San Jose, and and obviously, you know, they're different. So within all those visos or all those secos and all those primings, really what I try and do is find one leaf that really has, you know, a lot of complexity. Getting back to, you know, when I told, you know, we were talking about uh, raw materials and components. Generally, leaves, uh, tobacco leaves might have about one, two, maybe three flavors at most, you know, that you can pick out. But there are some leaves out there that maybe have three four flavors that you can get out of it. And so what I do is I say, okay, this is the leaf right here. This is the flavor that I like. And now I'm going to build around that particular flavor. Just enhance it, you know, not try and cover it up, but just enhance the characteristics and uniqueness of that one leaf and uh, bring it out with uh, complementary um, uh, uh, binders and wrappers. You know, Dan, I would say, a lot of people would say about your cigars that they are unique in everything about them. And, you know, 2010 brought out the Singular Phantom, which was probably one of my favorite cigars of 2010. I probably smoked one one a day until we ran out of them. <laughs> nice. But, nice. you know, I mean, the trade show, we had the 2011s. We, mm-hmm. we still haven't seen them. When can I tell people to expect the 2011 Singular? Well, you should mention that uh, I was in uh, Nicaragua and Honduras uh, about three weeks ago, and uh, production has already started. Um, with regards to 2010 and 2011, what I did was I combined uh, both years. So okay. what you're going to have this year <clears throat> is a 15-count uh, box that's uh, 20 and 2011 uh, uh, 20, yeah, 2011 and 2012 uh, Singulare. The reason why... Last year's Singulari put on the back burner is because I was just in perpetual uh, back order the entire year. I mean, when I got into uh, November, I was well over a half a million cigars in back order with the factory. So my decision was to say, why? what's the point of throwing out a, uh, a limited edition cigar when I can't even get enough of my regular production to get to my retailers? Uh, so... It was kind of an executive decision to just put it on the back burner, concentrate on my back orders, and get those in. And now that uh, some of my uh, back orders have freed up, uh, I've now been able to uh, my singulare um, uh, to the uh, table. And so what I'm doing with that is they are two completely different blends. 
uh, one with a uh, Corojo wrapper, uh, Cafe Rosado Corojo wrapper, and then the other one with the uh, San Andreas Maduro. It's a Toro size. It's a 6x52, so they will alternate in the box one natural, one Maduro, one natural, one Maduro, and the uh, Maduro will be tissue-wrapped. So I just want to make, so sure, I'm make sure I'm understanding this right. The yeah. box is going to have both the 11 and the 12 in them. Precisely. Wow, interesting. Interesting. So when did when did you decide to do well besides the back order idea and I think that's a good point. I mean, as a small guy who, you know, you started out as a boutique store with a brand, mm-hmm. what is the biggest challenge you see facing guys who want to come up and start and, you know, tackle, you know, going against the guys who've been there for years and years and years and getting your pr- product out there? What's the what are the biggest challenges for you? Well, for for me Probably, uh, I w- well, what I would say, or if I would speak to anybody that, that does have, uh, you know, a fledgling cigar company, um, you, you know, coming out, it, the, the thing is, is that, you know, it has to be unique both in flavor and concept and approach. Um, you know, I was talking with uh, Jesus Fuego uh, a few weeks ago, a couple, three weeks ago when, uh, when, when I was in Nicaragua, and, you know, we both agreed. It's like... Right now, in this particular market, it is pretty difficult to come out with a bad cigar because there's so much good tobacco out there. Uh, and so, I mean, it, it's everybody, everybody is making a good cigar right now. I mean, there are manufacturers out there uh, that, that just are, are knocking it out of the park because uh, everybody has really started to concentrate on, you know, the leaf, not the uh, not the packaging, not the marketing, not, you know, the fireworks and the this and the that. I mean, they're really getting back to roots and saying, okay, let's make a cigar that tastes good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I, I, absolutely. I think that's been the mainstay of what people are trying to do now as you, right. know, you and Pete broke in the industry and then created something different than the standaway of what had been there for years of just continual production and then creating something different and then everybody's trying to catch on to that kind of an idea, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I, would, I, I would probably agree. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dan, can you tell our listeners any new projects that you're working on or what they could look forward to in the near future? I do. Um, one project that I actually released at RTDA, uh, RTDA of last year was the Illusioni Ultra. Uh, I had initially released the Corona size the, in the MK size, which is called the MK Corona, I made a limited number uh, of those boxes, and now I'm uh, actually happy to say that uh, we do have, unofficially, we do have some ultras in our humidor, the three new sizes, uh, in our warehouse right now. Uh, we've held back on uh, distributing them because they came in a little too on the wet side. Uh, we smoked through them, and, and we all kind of, you know, bit our tongue and said, look, we, we, we can't let these out there right now. They're just, they're, they're, they're too wet. So um, we do have them. They will start shipping uh, in very small quantities. When I was, again, when I was back in uh, 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 Central America a few weeks ago, actually, a uh, trip before that, uh, I sat down in the factory and uh, reviewed uh, the ultra production, which was, uh, which was currently there uh, from January uh, and it was in the drying room until December. I sat down, reviewed the smokes, and uh, they were not the same blends put together uh, back at RTDA, so I refused a significant amount 
uh, of Ultra that was supposed to come to me that I was supposed to have by uh, January. Uh, again, refused them and said we have to go back and we have to do it again, and it has to be true to the blend. So uh, uh, Google agreed, and we did, and they've come in, and they are on point. So sorry about the uh, delay, but, uh, you know, as you know, the cigar's got to be right. Well, we're looking forward to it. Now, uh, now, Dion, on some personal questions that we'd like to ask everybody who comes on our show, you know, yeah. getting to know Dion Giolito of Illusion Cigars, let's start out with status. Single or married? Oh, I'm married. Married. Children? No. No children. Okay. Favorite hangout? Gosh, you know, if you would ask me that five years ago, it would have been completely <laughs> different in my life. Probably, my, you know, my favorite hangout right now is my house. Really? I'm a total hermit. Yeah, I'm a hermit. I'm a recluse. <laughs> you know, hey. last hmm. thing. Yeah, last thing I want to do is go out and uh, you know get drunk and and raise hell anymore. I love my house. Perfect. Okay. How about your favorite vacation spot? My favorite vacation spot. Well, if you ask me, the, the first vacation I've ever taken, uh, you know, I ever took in my entire life officially was last year, and I and I got to go to Scotland and play golf. So I mean. Really having nothing to compare to, <laughs> I would say. Uh, I would say Scotland. All right. How about your favorite restaurant? Uh, my favorite restaurant that would probably be Koshan in uh, New Orleans. Yeah. What type of food is that? Oh, it's uh, everything to do with pork. Wow. Sounds mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Everything pork grits. You know, it just it's the place is bitching. And who did you last see in concert? Uh. Let me see. Who did I last see in concert? Music-wise, yes. Um, oh, I think I... Oh, last last official concert I saw was Gogo Bordello. Wow. Yeah. All right. And then my Russian, f- Russian gypsy music. Yeah, I had no clue. <laughs> so I didn't even know how to comment on that one. <laughs> and last but not least, if Dion Giolito could do anything you wanted for a career other than what you're currently doing, what would you be doing? Um... I would be playing drums for ACDC. <laughs> Back in black. Right, righteous. Good. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, listen, Dion, I really want to thank you for taking the time out of your Saturday morning and joining us and sharing a lot of your uh, experience and knowledge with our listeners. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll get you on the air again sometime soon. My pleasure. And I'll see you soon, uh, really soon, Abe. Hopefully I'll get down to uh, Florida in the next, uh, you know, in the next month or so. And uh, congratulations on the uh on the new uh, baby. Thanks. That's awesome. Thanks a lot, You're Dan. Thanks a lot, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Good man, right, Dion Giolito of Illusion Cigars. How about that? Don't go anywhere, folks. we got the new MC, Monte Cristo Trivia, and we're getting ready to hit the Blogger's Corner with Kevin Page from acigarsmoker.com. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CB Radio. And now it's time for another episode of One Minute Inside a Woman's Head. Oh, no. The weather's getting warmer. That means it's time for the annual mad dash to lose 10 pounds before summer. I think I'll try bicycling this year. Wait, what if I held my own personal charity ride? I could help raise awareness. Awareness that my butt is shrinking. I'll call it biking for boyfriends. Hmm, maybe that's too self-serving. Especially after I saw the t-shirts ask for donations and secure a corporate sponsor. <laughs> oh. This is hard. Surely there's some way to lose weight, find a man, 
get my picture in the paper, and receive tax-exempt contributions at the same time. I better grab a pint of Chunky Monkey and think about this. I always seem to focus better with chocolatey, banana-y brain freeze. Mm. And that was another episode of One Minute Inside a Woman's Head. I'm working it. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Say, did I ever tell you that you have a great ash? I'll take that as a compliment. Mmm, it's so nice and firm. Yep, I enjoy showing off my ash. How can I get a terrific ash like yours? Well, it takes just a little practice and an H. Upman 1844 Reserve. A long white ash has been the hallmark of H. Upman cigars since 1844. And a long white ash is what separates the new H. Upman 1844 Reserve from the pack. Take the H. Upman Ash Challenge. Pick up a couple of H. Upman 1844 Reserves and check out its great ash for yourself. So now that we're both smoking H. Upman 1844 Reserves, we can compare ashes. My ash is bigger. Yeah, but my ash is prettier. Now who's showing off? H. Upman 1844 Reserve. It's one extraordinary cigar. The proof is in the ash. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, there are hundreds of brands of cigars on smoking shelves, but undeniably, there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other. True Estate's Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet, herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves Acid Cigars. Camacho Corojo, full body, full flavor, full satisfaction. The 94-rated Camacho Corojo, Cigar Aficionado's Top 5 Cigar for 2010. The world's only authentic Corojo cigar is handmade from first-generation Corojo tobaccos grown in the Hamastron Valley of Honduras. Rich, bold, and smooth, the Camacho Corojo's complex profile is truly unique and provides for a smoking experience like no other full-body cigar. For more information on Camacho cigars, visit us at www.camachocigars.com. Camacho Corojo is available. At all smoke in locations. Critically acclaimed La Gloria Cubano cigars are handcrafted in the Dominican Republic and have become known for their full bodied, rich flavor and distinctive spicy sweetness. With multiple ratings of 90 or better from Cigar Aficionado and a listing in Rob Reports, Best of the Best, it's no wonder that La Gloria cigars are a favorite among cigar connoisseurs. Taste for yourself why La Gloria Cubano cigars are one of the finest premium cigar brands in the market. Surgeon General Warning Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth rate. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. 
In the last 10 years, One Cigar Company has eclipsed all others in growth. My father's cigars and One Cigar Family has become a new industry legend. The Garcia Family, La Reloba, and My Father's Cigars have been given 94 ratings by Cigar Aficionado. And my father was rated the number three cigar of Cigar Aficionado's top 25 for 2010. Innovation, construction, consistency, and superior flavor are behind such accolades. Try one of the Garcia Family's great cigars for yourself today. In today's market, value is king. And there is no greater value in premium cigars than Casa Magna, a Nicaraguan Porto blended by master blenders Manuel Quesada and Nestor Placencia. The Casa Magna Colorado Robusto is the only cigar to not only retail for under $10, but to also win Cigar of the Year in Cigar Aficionado magazine. Try one of these delicious medium to full-bodied cigars today and satisfy your taste buds without emptying your wallet. They're not just great their Casa Magna great. Honest Abe here, and I gotta tell you about the coolest app that I just downloaded for free on my iPhone and iPad. It's called Cigar Boss. It features information, pictures, and reviews for over 7,000 cigars. Cigar Boss even lets me rate my favorite cigars and helps me find the perfect cigar that I want to smoke. The best part about Cigar Boss is that it's absolutely free. Download Cigar Boss on your iPhone, iPod, or iPad today. Also, be on the lookout for special smoking deals only on Cigar Boss. Android version coming soon. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Log on to KissMyAshRadio.com any day during the week, and you can play back the podcast if you missed it. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Welcome back, listeners. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm your host, Honest Abe, along with my gang, Adam K, and the lovely and banged up and bruised up Lady M, who's very disappointed. Nobody out there wants to take it to rib... <laughs> what is it? Rib roast? Rib, rib roundup. Round rib roundup. There's no man out there with an extra ticket that wants to take Lady M to rib roundup. The guys wow. in the shout box told me I need to go. Come on. Give us a call. Girls. 877-960-9960. Give us a call and you can take Lady M as arm candy. To rib <laughs> round up. You might have to hold her up the whole time, Please too. Call. <laughs> now, time for our blogger's corner. We got Kevin Page from acigarsmoker.com. Kevin, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Hey, good morning, Abe. Hey, uh, congratulations on the uh, birth of Zara. Thank you very um, much, brother. Get some sleep here after this. Trying, trying. It's not happening, but trying. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kevin, for our listeners, do tell us. Give us a little background in the history behind acigarsmoker.com. Well, uh, acigarsmoker.com was actually started by Barry Stein back in 2008. And um, uh, Barry was fortunate enough to parlay this site into a uh, marketing gig over at Miami Cigar. And as a result, they asked him to uh, walk away from it and... I was friends with him, so uh, we cut us a little deal, and this was a nice little extension. I've always been, you know, I have three good cigar shops, and so I've smoked tons and tons of cigars, and to be able to uh, have a have a uh, outlet to 
to discuss that and get more uh, uh, feedback other than just from my store customers. It was a uh, it was a nice thing. So and, you, and uh, your shops are your shops are Buttheads Tobacco Emporium in Connecticut, correct? Buttheads Tobacco. We've got three shops up here, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, my main store has twenty three hundred open boxes of cigars. So arguably, I have a, a great availability to try a lot of different stuff. Um, so I have uh, I have a guy Peter that works with me, and he's my content manager, and he's been doing a lot of the reviews, and he's a micro brew junkie, so his palate was well set to be able to describe a lot of the stuff that goes on in this. And, um, but you know, we don't just do, we don't just do cigar reviews. I'm very much in support of cigar rights and I'm always about that. There should be as many places to smoke cigars and enjoy the cigar lifestyle as possible. Um, a fewer places, the, uh, the easier it is for the, uh, for the do-gooders to try and push this, this lifestyle and, and the use of the tobacco out of, out of out of sight, and once it's out of sight, it's out of mind. So, by being able to talk about different people's events, different lounges, different places to enjoy, um, you know, we like to do. We're we're going to be doing a lot of that uh, going forward. And Barry had done a lot of the same thing. I mean, Barry and I really uh, uh, had a good fit together. We had a nice friendship, and uh, and I'm happy. I'm honored to be able to carry on uh, some of the stuff that he did basically on the consumer side and now he's he's advanced into marketing brand awareness and product development he's going to be in nicaragua uh next month uh doing stuff for miami cigar so and you just um, got back we're just going to work a little bit with him going forward on this yeah you just got back from the dr yourself you were at the cigar family charitable foundation correct yes sir um absolutely moving experience uh what Carlito and the well, what the Fuente and Newman families have done—they they have a three-quarter of a million dollar plus operating budget to run a complex that is literally a shining star in the middle of of, of an impoverished com- country of the Dominican Republic. And uh, um, what I experienced there—we're going to be doing some blog posts on a cigarsmoker.com about that. Um, but just. Uh, the components, the literacy, the parenting, the, the health, the uh, uh, community awareness that they have developed since 2001 when they started this foundation, um, it, it, was, it was just simply an amazing, amazing tour. Now, we also did get a treat of getting to see the Fuente factory number one in the trade zone there in Santiago, which I can't say was a disappointment either, but what I came home with uh, with what the Fuente and Newman families are doing for these people, it was it was truly a purpose that you can really get behind. And uh, cf-cf.org is the uh, website, and um, you can get a little bit of a feel. But let me tell you something: it it it, it raises the hair on your arms to to see these little children uh, smiling, getting educated, speaking up to three languages. It was, it was incredible. Well, they've been doing phenomenal work for a very, very long time. So, uh, Kevin, tell our listeners, what uh, cigar have you chosen to review today for us? Um, well, I- I'm a Maria Martin fan, and she was on last month with you. Yeah, January, great lady. And she has to be one of the classiest ladies in our industry. And, uh, you know, back even, even as far back, you know, I've known her for... Uh, Back into her Camacho days, um, uh, I just I just think she is really classy, and she came out with these you know the three Corojo lines, the gold, the uh, ruby, and the Corojo, and uh, I just it's it's a it's a cigar that I've kind of gotten behind. Um, uh, you know, it's Maria's the, uh, the the daughter of uh, Pedro Martin from Tropical Tobacco, and she's taken 
all of the things that she learned as a little girl watching and uh, developed it into, you know, her own brand. And, uh, and it was just, uh, it's, it's, just it's, an, it's a nice all-around cigar, and at a $7 price point on the Torpedo, I was really happy with it. Now, which of the line were you smoking? Um, we did the Pedro Martin Corojo. That's right. the, the middle flavor. Now, on your site, do you have a rating system, or is it just uh, is there any kind of rating system that you assign cigars that you review and smoke? We we use the we use the basic four point you know or four area rating system. Um, uh, we look at appearance and construction. We look at the flavors and how those flavors are working with it. We look at the burn and see how those different components of the wrapper, or the combustion rates, and how how the burn rate is. And then we, then we have a, a fourth component of overall. I mean, it's it's the basic theme. Same system as the big guys use um, uh, the main publications, and uh, you know it's. Uh, but you know we pick cigars that uh, you know people send us stuff, or we just pick cigars that we like or we've heard of or we see or they're getting reduced, and and we just pick those to go for. But yeah. And how did the Pedro Martin score? Uh, score. Uh, we scored it at an eighty-nine. Um, overall. Overall, because uh, we really liked the way the flavors were working. Now. It, the, the unique parts of this cigar were when at, when you sniff when you sniff at the foot of the unlit cigar, this cigar had a tingle to my nose that was just very distinct and just really made me interested in the cigar. And it also had a certain tanginess that didn't have a prevalent flavor, but the, the way the flavors worked with with this cigar um, were were really really nice. It probably would have even rated a little bit higher, but this cigar wasn't packed as well as we may have liked, but there was nothing within the construction of the cigar that degraded throughout the smoke. So it was it was just really neat. But it also had a it was it was not a sweet cigar in the least bit. It was very oaky and cedary. Great. Well listen, Kevin, what can you tell our listeners that you have uh, coming up to review in the upcoming weeks that you can look forward to? Well we we uh, we we're go- we're looking at uh, Maria's Pedro Martin, her M Maduro uh, her Royal and her Fiera lines. We really like the Fiera. We've got reviews coming up on that. We're doing uh, Jaime Garcia, the Reserva, and uh, uh, Peter just smoked the Zen by Nish Patel, so we can put something out for a little bit on the lighter side. And then uh, we just got a special selection of Pinardo Rio small batch reserves from Abraham Flores. Last week we were down at the uh, Pinardo Rio factory. We snuck out one, one morning when we had a little free time. So we have those things coming up. And... Uh, and, and anything else that's news that we feel like we want to put up that we think people are going to be interested in. We really try and stay relevant to the everyday guy. And on our site, you're going to find just a lot of common cigars that uh, you're going to see in the, in, the show, in the stores and stuff. A lot of the exclusive real rare stuff, we just don't feel all the time. We, we still review some of that stuff, but it just isn't, uh, isn't relevant to the everyday guy. Some of this stuff isn't even available, you know, to... Right within hundreds of miles for some people. Well, if you're interested in learning more about A Cigar Smoker, visit them at www.acigarsmoker.com. Kevin Page, thank you very much for joining us today at Kiss My Ash Radio. Hopefully we'll have you on again soon. Abe, it was my honor, and thank you very much. We'll talk soon. Take care, my friend. Thank you. All right, folks, before we go to break, we're a uh, big congratulations to Mark from New York. Yeah. Mark from New York, who's on the shop box, is computer guy. Yep. Was our Zykar winner, heard the double clicks. And before we go to break, we're going to break into this Monte Cristo trivia. Now, we're doubling up. This is $100. Bum, bum, bum. $100, but this ain't going to be easy. Okay? No. This has now become Monte Cristo show tune trivia. We got three show tunes from TV shows over the years. We're going to play you little snippets of the notes. 
The first person who calls in at 877-996, no, 877-960-9960, first person who calls and gets all three correct, win a $100 gift card. So let's cue audio one. This is the first one. That was audio one. Audio two. Let's play audio two one more time. Okay, so you got audio one, audio two, and the third one. Give that one more time. There you go. Be the first person to give us a call at 877-960-9960, and you will win $100. If you get... All three right. All three. These if are you, hard. I don't even know that. Well, yeah. well, you, you don't know any <laughs> songs. We'll be back after the break with Cigar News and Ask Lady M and hopefully somebody who calls in with some winners. You are listening to Kiss My Ass Radio on View Radio. Freedom of speech isn't all it's cracked up to be. Now there's help. Introducing the Rush Limbaugh Mouth Condom. This lifesaver completely filters out anything stupid you might be tempted to say. Simply stretch it over your mouth... And what starts out as this... It makes her a slut. Makes her a prostitute. ...comes out like this. I love you. You love me. The Rush Limbaugh mouth condom is great for public speakers, politicians, and radio talk show hosts. Well, Rosie O'Donnell's disgusting. I mean, both inside and out. You take a look at her, she's a slob. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Order your Rush Limbaugh mouth condom today. And the next time you face a female Georgetown law student, you won't rubber the wrong way. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you about Drew Estate's highly sought-after Liga Pravada cigar that was originally created solely for the smoking pleasure of their own company's president. Exquisitely blended from seven different rare tobaccos from seven different farms is handcrafted by only the absolute best torcedors. No expense has been spared or shortcuts taken in its creation, and each cigar is guaranteed to be flawless in construction, flavor, and character. Rich, complex, full-bodied without being harsh, Liga Pravada can be best described in one word. Satisfying. Enjoy the delightful moments of life with spirit and emotion, either for oneself or together with friends. This is a genuine lifestyle. It is Davidoff's. The Good Life, uniting craftsmanship, dedication, and knowledge of tradition has been the key to the success of the Davidoff brand. Davidoff, when only the best will do. Smoke In is a proud Davidoff appointed merchant and proudly offers a wide selection of the highly acclaimed Davidoff white label cigars. For your nearest Smoke In location, visit www.smokein.com. 
The Oliva family of cigars has over five generations of cigar and tobacco experience, and the Oliva family makes some of the finest and most affordable premium cigars. Oliva has something for everyone. Mild and creamy? Try the Connecticut Reserve line. Prefer something bold and rich? Then light up an Oliva Series V, one of the highest rated cigars in the world. Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations. So ask for Oliva. Unbeatable value, uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. You may know Zycar is a world leader in quality cigar accessories, but the HC Series cigars are also second to none. The HC Series cigars available in three different blends capture the spirit of Havana and the high ratings speak for themselves. These cigars are perfectly blended for that balance of rich, hearty flavor and tasty smoke. Look for Zycar's new limited edition, Salomon, available at Fine Tobacconist this fall. Smoking cigars are proud purveyors of all three blends of Zycar's HC Series cigars. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua, using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper. The cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Nestor Miranda cigars are available at all smoke-in locations. For over 75 years, one cigar has set the quality standard against which all others are measured and has become the world's most recognized and revered brand. Monte Cristo. Whether you prefer the subtle complexities of Monte Cristo Classic, the smooth elegance of Monte Cristo White, the rich, seductive flavor of Monte Cristo Platinum, or the dark and mysterious Monte Cristo Reserva Negra, you are savoring, quite simply, the best of the best. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Keeping Cuba's most coveted secrets for three generations, the legacy continues with San Latano. Signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut. A hearty, rich box press San Andreas wrapped Maduro and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his newest creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval, using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance like no other. Go out today and ask for your local tobacconist for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Log on to KissMyAshRadio.com any day during the week, and you can play back the podcast if you missed it. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Dave. That's right, folks. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio, Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Fine Cigars. I am your host, Honest Abe, along with my gang, Adam K. and the lovely Lady M. We had phones ringing off the hook for this new Monte Cristo show tune trivia. We lost our first call- caller. We had Foytis from Connecticut, just gone, huh? Disappeared, hung up, didn't want to wait. So we'll go to George. George from Singer Island. George, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Good morning. Morning. How's it going, George? Wonderful, wonderful. Congratulations uh, on number three there, buddy. <laughs> oh, of all people. You, you know what? I, I'm pretty sure he's won in the last 30 days. Wow. Hey. Well, The first one went by too fast, but it's Sanford and Son and Three's Company. And you didn't get what well, we need to know what the first one is. I don't know the first one. Oh. Uh, <laughs> too bad, George. Higher. <laughs> 
Oh, you want to take me to Rib Roundup? Yeah, I would, but I'm not there. Oh. Okay, never mind. Oh, put the dogs away and come. All right, roundup see you, George. <laughs> Robert from Port St. Lucie, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio, Robert. Good morning. Good morning. You can tell us how much you love the show. I love it lots. Like, I feel like smoking a cigar. There you go. Well, listen, uh, you called for the Monte Cristo Show Tune Trivia. Do you know what audio one, two, and three was? I think it's uh, All in the Family. Um, Three's Company, and uh, uh, Stanford and Son. You got two out of the three. Bum, bum, two bum, out of the three, okay. Yeah, thank you very much, Robert, uh, but keep trying. It was good, almost there. We have Juan, Juan from Texas. Welcome to Kiss My Ass Radio. You hung up on Juan. Poor Colin just cannot handle <laughs> phone lines. We have open lines. If anybody wants to win a hundred dollars and not overwhelm Colin, yeah. uh, <laughs> unbelievable. Apparently, they also uh, while oh, we're while we're waiting. Yes, uh, they came out with the sexiest places guys think girls can get a tattoo. Um, the yeah. side, the side hit. Uh, oh, that is, is that not, where is that where you have your tattoo, yes. lady? Um, yeah. Yours did not make the list. Uh, one was hip or bikini area. Two was the lower back. Apparently, there's a fine line between, of course, the sexy and easy of the stamp area, if <laughs> yeah. you will. Mine's mine's on there, the hip. You mean the, you mean the champ stamp, right? The yeah, champ the champ stamp, <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the hip bikini area. Yours is really not in the hip bikini Mine's like area. my side it's, back. It's, yeah. it's all right, hurry up. We got callers. Right, go ahead. All right. Let's go back to them. Now we got them on. <laughs> we got on. All right, we have uh, Jack from uh, Undisclosed Region in the United States. Jack, welcome to Kiss My Ass Radio. Hey, good morning, Abe. I got the uh, answers to the question. All right, where are you, you calling from, Jack? Uh, Wellington. Wellington, all right. Give us right. audio. Actually, one... we met at Palm Fluff Hospital at the birth of your baby. Oh, there you go. Oh, yes. this is Jack. He was in the room listening to the show. That's yes, right. Yes, sir. Yes, he was sir. there when my baby was born. I had the honor. He found out I was honest Abe dog, so he listened to the show. Very uh, nicely done, Jack. Yeah, uh, and the first one is Dukes of Hazard. Mm-hmm. Number two. And number two is Sanford and Son, and the third one is Three's Company. Well, Jack, he got a winner! Yeah! Well yeah. done, Jack. Yeah, I told you I listened to the radio show. <laughs> well, I'm going to be by to see you right after the show, Jack, so uh, thanks for calling in. Don't go nowhere. We're going to get your information get that $100 gift card out to you. All right. Thank you very much. Congratulations again. God bless. Thanks a lot, Jack. Right. Yeah, met him at the hospital. He's a big fan of the show. Nice. Hey, Colin, if you're overwhelmed, can you, can you give us like the full tracks of each of those so people can hear them? <laughs> Colin, I, I overwhelmed him with this little uh, trivia game today. Are you okay? Yeah. No, Can't he's blame. lost. No? All right. In the cigar news this week, Pete Johnson and his acclaimed monster series have caused annual anarchy every October amongst consumers. This June, Pete will release his little monster series, offering miniature versions of his past monsters, the Frank the Drac, Leatherface, Wolfman, and I presume this year's Mummy. On the coattails of the monumental success of SAG's Casa Magna Domus Magnus, three new sizes are due to be released early April. The sizes are 6 and 3 quarter by 54, 4 and 3 quarter by 50, and 7 by 56, and are called Bellatores, Centuriones, and Praetores, respectively. Named for an old recording house that Led Zeppelin used, Headley Grange will be the next release from Crowned Heads. It will be shown in one size this year at the IPCPR show and due to ship in August to the original 75 or so Crowned Heads accounts. Only a 1,000 boxes of 25 cigars will be made for 2012. 
E.P. Carrillo has started shipping their new Short Run 2012. Yes, they did. They did? Yes. You want to tell me the news? Adam's uh-huh. over there shaking I just, his head. I just talked to Ernie yesterday. He said they're not sh- uh, shipping them out till Monday. Facebook, baby. They Facebook. load. They loading up the trucks, right? Ah. Oh. Now, when you're ready to do the news, you let me know. Until then, <laughs> smile and look like you know something. The I Shore One 2012 is actually a combination of their New Wave Connecticut and Core Maduro lines. Word is that they'll hit the shelves sometime early next week. Yeah. Are you sure about that? Yeah. I hope so. Alvo Uvizian will be turning 86 years old this year, and in celebration, Davidoff of Geneva has announced that they will be releasing this year's limited edition Avo in his honor, naming it La Trompeta, the trumpet. Six and a half inches long, 54 ring gauge torpedo shaped like a trumpet is decorated with three circles of lighter Ecuadorian Connecticut seed tobacco placed against a darker background resembling the three valves of a trumpet. Expect to find him on retailer shelves late March, early May. And that's it for Cigar News. Dum, dum, dum. Now, we have a few minutes to ask Lady M a few questions. Wow. I can't believe no one's called in to take You know Lady what? M. Stop. People have called in. We just dropped them. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, was that with all the ruckus? Is that why you couldn't answer the phone all the Lady M callers? I'm sorry, yeah. Colin. He's over there saying thank you. <laughs> thank you. Make me look bad on the radio. All right. Obviously, people are banging down the door here. Asking Lady Lady M here is Leslie, 32. I'm dating a guy from another country. Should I go with him when he moves back? For the past four months, I've been dating a guy from Ireland, and things are going well. I'm actually going home with him for two weeks next month to hang out with his family and friends. He keeps talking about how he'll stay there for at least two years and then probably move back. I know that's a while from now, but I can't help thinking about what I'll do when the time comes if we're still together. Would other people move to another country for their boyfriends or girlfriends, or should I stop worrying since he's not leaving for a while? I mean, I would definitely suggest going over there, spending some time, like vacation time, get a feel for it. But I, unless it's, you know, you're going to spend the rest of your life with him, I wouldn't pick up and move for somebody. Make him move here. It depends. I mean, my sister's dating a guy from England. I was going to say, she just went to uh, England for what, two months? For a month. For a month? But, I mean, I could see her moving, but they've been together for two years. That's what I'm saying. So I guess guess it's something you're going to worry about when the time comes. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Andy, 25. My... (laughs) No. No? Let me say that one for later. (laughs) Ron, 42. (laughs) My wife likes to cook for me, but it's making me chubby. Hey, I blame my wife too, Ron. I'm on your side. My wife just started getting into cooking. Four or five nights a week, she cooks these amazing meals for me. I love eating her food, but the stuff she cooks is comfort food, and I've started gaining weight. She actually said to me that I'm looking a little soft. The problem is, it's because of her food. If I stop eating her food, she'll think I don't like it. But if I keep eating it all, I'll definitely gain more weight. Should I tell my wife that her cooking is making me chubby? Yes. Or will she be upset? Yes. Tell her to, to cook some healthier food. Yeah. I'm sure if she, if she likes cooking, she'll have a really good time cooking healthy meals. I agree there, buddy. If she enjoys cooking, you just tell her which way to go, and she'll right. be happy that you're enjoying what she's making. Exactly. Option C, just start exercising in the morning more, and then you can eat more of her food. I see. You must adhere to that rule uh, Obviously, because my, uh, <laughs> my, very strict, physique, my very strict diet of uh, you know sitting around in my office and... And not, that booty of yours. And hey, you told me I'm not allowed <laughs> Listen, to lose it. He's got <laughs> a booty. Put, Adam put Skype on our laptop yeah. so he didn't have to walk from the back office to the front anymore when we needed him. <laughs> you know what? I'm just trying to save myself like 12 trips when I'm in the middle of five other projects. <laughs> yes, it was all about efficiency. It is. Okay. It works great. Do, uh, we're, I'm, I'm going to use this one here. Do good-looking people 
tend to be less jealous and needy. I'm dating an amazing guy right now, and he never gets jealous of anything, <laughs> ever. I've always hated dating needy, jealous guys. The whole act gets really old when you're in a relationship. I hang out with my exes a lot and never bothers my boyfriend, even if I'm out really late. He's so secure that it's unsettling. He only made a comment once about how it was weird I spent time with my exes, and that was it. Do good-looking people tend to be more secure and less jealous in relationships, or is he normal? I don't think it has anything to do with the way you look. I agree. Yeah. Because tell people what you told the guy at the bar last night. <laughs> Go ahead. I want you to yeah. tell him what you said. What did I say? Oh, come on now. We I got... told him that I had a bet with my girlfriends that I couldn't make out with a guy. And that's what she used an excuse. Like, to make out with them. As if walking, talk about insecurity, no as if walking up to any guy saying, hey, you want to make out? I was just I like, want to meet the guy who's going to say no. I, I went up you to him. To... I said, do you have a girlfriend? He goes, kind of. I go, well, do you want to make out with me? I have a bet with my girlfriends that I can't make out with you. She's so lame. And I did. It was lame. That was, that was really lame. Oh my gosh! That's as bad. I as can't a, believe I just said that on yeah, the that's, that's as bad as what guy. Well, listen, up April, you're terrible. April, you're 27. Look, either he's really secure, or he really don't give a crap about you. One or the other. Be so happy about go it. up, have fun. Don't be upset about it because he was up your nose, calling you every five minutes, and be pissed off. Yeah, so exactly. There it's you the have other it. Way around. Well, folks, you've been listening to Kiss My Ass Radio on CB Radio 95.9 FM. We hope you enjoyed the show, and make sure you check in next week as we have Nick Perdomo. Don't forget, folks, this week is Daylight Savings Time. So remember, Sunday night to move your clocks one hour forward, except for all smoking employees. You can come to work an hour early. (laughs) Life is short. Savor the moments that count. Most importantly, never be afraid to express how you feel, because if anyone doesn't like it, just tell them to kiss your ass. This is Honest Abe signing out and telling you to be merciless, spare no cigars, smoke them all, let God sort them out. You've been listening to Kiss My Ass Radio on Seabue Radio. Every Saturday from 10 a.m. until noon, join the gang as they pursue life, liberty, and fine cigars. If you missed the show, need more information, log on to kissmyassradio.com. To me, it's-